Dad? <laughs> Dad? Dad? Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jason from Jason is Up Late. I swear to God, I'm going to change this intro. I, I just don't know when. I don't know when it's going to happen. Hey, it's Jason. How are you? Boy, am I up late. I had a whole podcast ready to go, ready to go, fun, funny, uh, not really poignant, you know, just kind of me screaming as you do. Um, And then, you know, uh, fucking Kobe Bryant had to go and die yesterday. Man, sent the whole city into a shockwave, fucked everything up, fucked me up, fucked my whole day up, fucked the whole city's day up. So I just wanted to, like, get this out of the way out of the top so I can just kind of move on with it. But, man, it's a tragedy, an absolute tragedy to watch, I guess, our version of Jordan grow up. And I know a lot of people have already said this a hundred times, but I, you know, he really, you know, was really working hard to make up for his mistakes as a youth. And in, in his second career was really about to take off. And I was just blown away. I thought I was I thought I was also only one of the only people who felt like this, who felt like, oh, well, Kobe Bryant, you know, made me have better days or work harder. Uh, And it's true. You know, we all get depressed. I get mad depressed sometimes. I think at my worst, I, I was watching Kobe highlight reels on YouTube to to make me feel something, you know. Uh, and that, and that was enough to kind of get me through it, which is crazy to even, to even, I mean, just even thinking about it makes me emotional. You know, I was in a gnarly spot, a gnarly spot when I was younger and being super down all the time and trying to do comedy and trying to work a lot of personal shit out with no parents, with no like guidelines or like guide rails. That is, I, I do not recommend that for anybody. You know, if you're trying to figure out your life, have some parents around that you can reference. (laughs) You know, hey, do you feel this way sometimes? Is this normal? Should I feel this? I didn't, you know, you don't have that. And that can kind of uh, derail your development a little bit. But I was just texting with some friends and it was just like, you know, Kobe was our fucking champ, dude. It was like watching your favorite person on a beer pong table in the most needed moments of clutchness. It was like, oh, Kobe's got it? Okay, well, fucking lights out. Here we go. Not only that, it was just, the dude was so fucking fierce. It was just like, yeah, yeah, this is a fucking athlete. This is a a madman who really wants, you know, to win. Anyway, we're just talking about, like, what our favorite Kobe moments were. And, uh, yeah, I don't even play basketball. I don't play basketball. I'm not good at it. (laughs) Surprise. I'm not good at it. I mean, I could be, I probably could be, you know, I actually, if I really think about it, I probably, if I put in my 10,000 hours, if I read that book, whatever that book is and put in my 10,000 hours, I bet you I could, you know, be, be decent at it. I could be decent at basketball. If I put in 10,000 hours, I think. But for someone who didn't even play basketball and was just thoroughly inspired by his 
talent and comedic ability, which is for a fucking sports person is just like, Jesus, these people are bricks normally. And Kobe had a sense of humor, man. Look at all his ads. He had Kanye in the Kobe system ad with Aziz Ansari. Whoa. I mean, you know, he tro- he was one of the first people to troll people on the internet when he jumped over that car that was jamming like really fast. I just, uh, <clears throat> a goddamn icon. And, and to watch LA's shittiest round of, of, comics just take their fucking shoot their shots if you will was hilarious to watch people capitalize on a gnarly tragedy a man and a pilot dies sure have your opinion a man and his pilot and seven other people including his daughter and other people's daughters and other people's parents and you're still gonna talk all that shit whoa god damn you're hacky because you don't have nine jokes you got one joke you got one shitty joke to blanket the whole thing, and it's like, look at my joke. Now I get to use it. Ugh, it's pathetic. It's really, it's sad. But hey, when you're a dumb cunt, that's all you can talk about, right? Great, 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 great. Good for you. Good for you. Hot take, an original take. We're all proud of you. You got it out there. Congratulations, LOL. Appreciate you. Appreciate your contribution to the art. Thanks for making us all look stupid. I don't know. People... People are fucking nuts. I also think that like a lot of dudes took this personally because it made them feel mortal. Kobe's 41. That's not even that's midlife, you know, for for these days and age. And I think it's I think it woke a lot of dudes out of like, oh, I'm going to die one day. You know, I can have all the money in the world. I can have everything I've ever wanted. And then I could die in a helicopter crash. I think that freaked a lot of people out, myself included. I just, I never thought Kobe would die. I just, you know, you think with his, with his level of income and modern technology, he'd be easily be able to live to, I don't know, 200, 200 or so. I don't know about there. I don't know. Just trying to get all this energy out so I can focus on what I really want to talk, talk about. Yeah, I just think it was, you know, it's just a real shocking piece of news. It's a real shocker to watch your idol die in such a horrific, tragic way. And it makes you feel human on a whole other level of kind of like, oh, nothing kind of matters, really. I mean, I don't want to be mean or be angry at people. I want to be nice to people. But just made me feel a certain way. But yeah, I mean, I would highly recommend checking out the highlight reels on, on YouTube. Man, oof. Woo-woo. Yo, if you, <laughs> yo, you will live on in the comments. I will tell you that, Kobe. Man, inspiring people all around the world. I got this fucking siren. I'm over here in downtown. And I'm always like, you can't hear this. It's so loud. It's like right outside my window. Anyway. There it goes again. Right? Just when you think it's over. It's not. I don't know. I, I think that having attachments to sports figures is a male thing. I think it's a, 
you know, it's dudes like wishing their their dads were out there playing the sport instead of you know, it's 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 what men bond and connect over. It's what we do. You know, we all envision ourselves as warriors on some sort of level. You know, I'm a warrior in the finance room. <laughs> I'm a warrior at the tax board. I'm a warrior at the ice cream shop. Uh, and uh, to see a true competitor, a true person who genuinely made a mistake and was literally working their entire lives to make up for it, which is the type of person you want. And that's the thing that drives me nuts is you want someone who wants to be redeemed. You want someone who wants that back. That's what you want in a person. That's what you want in another human is that desire to, to make up for the wrong, whatever that's perceived to be. I always value that in a, in a person, anyone who's wanting to make up for their fuck-ups. I've always had a place for them because people who want to be redeemed and want that, that, that place back, they're going to work triple, quadruple harder than anybody around them. That's just the reality of it. You don't want someone who's like, yeah, I made a mistake. Fuck you. I'm going to live my life. Because all that's going to bring is more fuck-ups and more mistakes and more shitty you whack apologies with nothing behind it. But when you have someone who puts their money where their mouth is, and I'm a big proponent of you don't have to talk about it. You don't have to be out and put everything out in front for everybody to see. You don't have to do that at all. The way you give and the way you give back to your community is a personal engagement. It's whatever you want it to be. And the reason I speak like this is, is I spent a lot of my life working with community, like working in after school programs, working with disabled uh, people, working with, you know, developmentally and disabled Americans. It's a part of who I am. And the thing that escapes me is, is <clears throat> like you don't have to s scream and yell about what you've done as long as you just do it. And he was one of the ones that did it, I think. I've saw I've I've seen it. I think the shittiest part is like he died going to be a dad. Like just being a regular ass dude with money. And and then and then he died. And that's the most fucked up thing. If you died going to practice, Kobe Bryant dies in helicopter crash going to practice. It's like ugh. I mean that's tragic, but that's that's work. You died going to work. People die going to work every day. It's LA. Fucking dying in traffic, dying uh, everywhere. But to like die being a dad? Ugh. I'm not saying that's I mean I mean it is work. It's just it's just more tragic. It's, the layer of sadness is thicker now that you're like just a regular ass dude, post NBA star dad, uh with your Protege, nonetheless. I mean, fucking Jesus Christ. <sighs> yeah, dude, all up in the feelings with this. I've already, you know, I've had a pretty, it was already a, a gnarly weekend, just in general, you know. And uh, this was just the icing on the cake, baby. How about them apples? Wow. Yeah. So you know, grab someone you love or you, someone you dislike, and just be like, hey. <laughs> It's all good. I love you. Don't sweat it. Or keep being a cunt. Your choice.
Have a little smoke break. Ooh, a little smoke, a little something. Put on some fucking music for a moment. Had to clear my fucking head. So that brings us to today's actual topic. Fat white guys with no opinions putting their voice up super high to make a point. I hate when people do this. I hate <clears throat> when people's argument is, no, 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 but my voice can go higher. My voice is higher than your voice, so my point matters more. Oh, boy. There's nothing more than listening to white guys on podcasts as their voice voices get higher and higher to emphasize their garbage fucking point of nothing. Absolutely nothing. God. I listen to enough podcasts to where it's just like, wow, dude, like, can you just have any fucking bit of information that could help your point? Or maybe just like riff a little bit harder so your voice doesn't have to go so goddamn fucking high. My God, please, please lower it. Like, I don't know, three octaves, you fuck. Huh? Can you please? Ah, you're blowing out my eardrums. Ah. Ah, nothing, nothing more. Nothing more that I like more than hearing other fat white men and their garbage opinions followed by, but if I talk higher, if I talk higher, my point's more important. <laughs> Fucking shut up. Christ God, Lord Almighty. Boy, oh boy. How many podcasts do you listen to where you're listening to someone riff and the riff is like, I don't know, decent? Ugh. I don't know, people whose only mechanism for fucking defending their point of view is making their voice go higher is a very novice move. It's a very annoying, old, stupid, annoying move, you know, like real like, for the love of Christ, make your point, make it be funny, but maybe keep it in the same key of Whatever the fuck your voice is in, C, or D, or E. I wish I could sing. I would, I would hit the notes. I can't do it. I'm not good at singing. That's why I do podcasting, uh, because I don't sing. Okay, I don't know what I'm at minute-wise. I'm probably like at nine minutes total for this podcast. So, uh, you know, talking all the way around this whole fucking thing, you know, Kobe, people who talk with high-pitched voices, shout-out high-pitched voices, shout-out high-pitched voices, were annoyed by you. I follow a wrestler on Instagram who's, I don't know what you would call it, I think it's like a superpower, no, not, that's like a, that sounds wrong. He His like super move, power move, power move, let's go with power move. Obviously, I don't watch a lot of wrestling, clearly. (laughs) Maybe I should, like every other fat white comic. I watch wrestling, because that's a thing. Oh, I'm sure. Listen, it's not my thing. It is a thing. I don't fucking care mostly about it. Genuinely. I don't. I don't. It's just. I've tried. I've tried. I have real wants and needs in this world. And unfortunately, wrestling fits none of those. But. I do follow wrestlers on Instagram because they are very entertaining. They're showmen of their own of their own accord. And I guess the guy I follow his 
I, yeah, power move. Power move is when someone grabs his dick, they get like stunned. Like they're grabbing his dick and they're just like, oh, I can't move because the power of his dick is strong. It's so strong that if someone grabs onto this other person, they also get stunned by his dick power. And in this era, in these years of me too, of, of anything, that is the most insane move you could pull in a professional setting ever. My power move is to grab, grab my dick and you will get stunned. Like the troll level 5,000 on that is, woo. This is why I follow him. Joey Ryan is why I follow him. And he, it's like the, the brilliance of it. The brilliance of it is, it's, it can't be understated here. Is it Joey Ryan? I think it's Joey Ryan. Yeah, it's Joey Ryan. Totally. He's got plenty of followers. You don't need to follow him, but it's just where did I see him? Did I see him at Lucha Vavoom? I think I saw him at Lucha Vavoom, and this is where I picked it up. And it's just a joy to watch a grown man wrestle oily, sweaty, throwing each other around. And then he's like, also, grab my dick. Grab my dick. Look how powerful my dick game is. That's incredible. Is there any female wrestlers that are like, grab my titties? Grab my titties and see, see what happens? I don't, I don't know. I, I, it's, a, it's a great, it's, it's just a joy to watch. It's one of those things on the internet that you're like, I cannot believe I'm watching this. I am, I am watching this. This is fucking fantastic. <clears throat> and then, you know, I watch the rest of the wrestling match. I'm like, yeah, whatever. But I love when they throw chairs or, man, what was that called? ECW? Was that a thing? Yeah, I think it was. I want to say, like, I used to watch wrestling, like, when, I guess, like, Mick Foley and all that. But there was, like, barbed wire and uh, people getting a lot of blood. I remember a lot of blood when I watched <clears throat> and maybe that's what it's lacking, or maybe that's why the sports cleaned up and is better. I don't know. I clearly, I, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a, an avid watcher of wrestling, but I would watch backyard wrestling. There's something more interesting about amateurs possibly getting paralyzed for Twitch viewers. Like that could be fun. <laughs> ah, that sounds horrible. But anyway, it's just one of those things on the internet that you just watch, and it's like sometimes you don't even know kind of like a passenger in your own mind for me sometimes it's like oh I'm like watching this and I'm trying to think to myself what is the value I'm watching am I a hundred years old I'm watching this shit and I'm trying to think to myself like what is the value of what I'm watching like why am I watching this and sometimes I don't know sometimes it's just a, a basic human level of like it's just entertaining and I it's rare that I feel that and whenever I watch this fool's video Joey Ryan Watching people grab his, it's hilarious. Gives me a lot of joy. I, I, I do laugh quite a bit. But I guess, I don't know, maybe I should watch wrestling more to appreciate more of the wrestling uh, aspect of the videos, you know? Rather than over here just talking about their power moves and dudes getting their dicks grabbed and shit. Still very funny. It's still funny. 
It's still funny as shit to me. Like, just thinking about it makes me laugh. <laughs> oh, my God. Little comedy update. I've been working um, tirelessly, people, tirelessly for you. So I can, you know, uh, be out more, do more things, and just be be in the scene and, and book more shows. And I, I booked a show. Booked a show February 9th, Comedy Cantina. I don't know all the details yet, but they're going to be up soon. I'm just pumped. I'm pumped I got myself a little booking to start the year. Very exciting. So, going to do that. Going to go out tonight. Going to go try to get me a tape here in the next couple of weeks. Because, you know, people like to see your new stuff. You know, I have fucking like five tapes from last year. But it's like, yeah. Do I want to send that version of myself off? I'm like 30 pounds heavier. Uh, but yeah, I got myself a comedy booking. I'm very excited about that. So big shout out to Comedy Cantina trying to get that rolling. Jason is up late live. Will be going on in February. Still locking down the date. We're going to have a couple of comics. It's going to be a late night show. A lot of drinking, having a good time. It should be a blast. I am <laughs> I'm going on tour. An open mic tour. No. Also, hey, listen. Listen, everybody posting what what you think a tour is. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. Nobody gives a fuck of your opinion. Nobody cares. Let people be fools on their own accord. You don't need to set them straight. We all see it, okay? We don't need the fucking tattletales of the comedy internet world to tell us who's on tour and who's not, okay? We're all adults, sweeties. We get it, okay? All right? Okay. No, but seriously, I'm I'm going on a tour, an open mic tour. Um, so, you know, be, be ready for that. It's going to be a lot of laundromats. It's going to be a lot of driveways. Laundromats and driveways. And I'm going to have my own setup. And sometimes it's not even going to be a show. It's just going to be me. And it's going to be my hot political views for 39 minutes, followed by 11 minutes of some one-liners that I have. But mostly political hot commentary. So watch out for that. I'm going to call it the Driveways and Laundromats Tour. Um, sponsored by a 2013 Hyundai. And my dog, Bob. So that'll watch for the flyer on that. I'm going to think I'm going to get one of the big boys to do that flyer like uh, <sighs> Monet, maybe, or God, who do I really like? Maybe uh, Andy Warhol. Maybe I'll hit him up on the I'll DM Andy. I'll DM Andy Warhol, you know, because, you know, what fucking timeline are we in? Who knows? Do you hear my mind unraveling people? All right, guys. Hey, check it out. Listen. Check out the website, Jason is up late for all your good stuffs and needs. Check me out. <laughs> Check me out at Jason Awesome at Jason is up late, making that switch very soon. Um, I really appreciate you guys listening. I cannot emphasize to you enough how uh, it is exciting to see people listen to the podcast. It's exciting to see the numbers. It's fun. It's fun. It's really fun. I hope you guys share it. And uh, this is just like a glimpse into someone's life who's, you know, you know, two, three financial decisions from being homeless and on the street. Uh, I want to say two. Three's like generous right now. And they're trying to make it in entertainment. Okay. I'm poor. I'm sort of funny. I got bill collectors calling me. 
I got things to make. I got projects in the queue. And I'm still making content for you. So there you go. All right, kids. All right, loveys. All right, babies. All right, sweeties. Stay up late. <laughs>